Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to TIPCO's Ask the SOA Expert. I'm your host, Rob Meyer. Purpose of this podcast series is to give you best practices and solutions to help you be successful with SOA. Now, today's podcast is about leveraging existing applications in SOA. In particular, we're going to talk about SAP. With us today to talk about making SAP part of your SOA is Pong Ching, Global Principal Architect at TIPCO Software. Pong, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So what does it really take to make SAP part of an SOA environment? Fundamentally, you need three key things. One is the technology for connecting to SAP, and the other one is a service creation environment that actually helps you to expose the services. And most importantly, a vendor-neutral platform agnostic service environment to deliver the services. So those are the three things are very key. The first one, then we want to go into the detail here. The adapter technology is a common technology for exposing business logic in SAP, especially for the older version of SAP. The second thing is the service creation environment, which allows you to expose the business logic using standard-based technology such as web services and a GMS. As part of that exposing services for SAP, it's the transformation technology that allows you to map SAP data into an enterprise standard common data model. Now let's talk about the SOA service delivery platform. The platform actually manages services and the communications among providers and the consumers. And it's just like the highway system. You know, you're moving things around, but you need to manage that environment as well. Now, SAP has NetWeaver as part of their core SOA platform, and that supports web services. So don't you have enough with NetWeaver to implement an SOA? Not really. You only get part of the SOA with SAP NetWeaver. You don't get the service delivery platform, which requires a lot more than just being able to create services. You also don't get the service creation for other types of applications in your enterprise, those non-SAP-related applications. That's going to be a major problem. Customers normally don't just run their business on SAP alone. They have other applications in the enterprise. In fact, making an SOA support different vendors and technologies is one of the biggest challenges in SOA. So we need to focus on that as well. Now, a lot of customers are either going through, they're in the middle of a multi-year SAP upgrade from R3 to my SAP or R3 Enterprise, should they be doing an SOA and folding in SAP into their SOA at the same time? Yeah, definitely. You should migrate your SAP to an older version of SAP to a newer version of SAP while you're doing SOA. You shouldn't just wait there. SOA is all about supporting the business needs. It's about making your business agile and responsive at the lower cost. You can't afford to wait for the entire migration to be done, then do your SOA. While you're doing also SOA, actually, it helps you to do this migration better. Because one of the fundamental aspects of SOA is it encapsulates your implementation, which allows you to make changes to implementation and also re-implement your business logics without affecting your business process. So by making services SAP neutral and also by making the SAP data confirms to the enterprise data model actually helps you to swap out the old SAP functionalities with new 
SAP functionality is a lot easier. Meaning you can swap them out at any given time because you've loosely coupled that part of SAP with the rest of your business. Exactly. Basically, the encapsulation is the key here. Mm-hmm. So the business process rely on the conceptual definition of your interfaces. It doesn't really depend on the, the actual implementation. Mm-hmm. So that's one best practice, which is basically make your services vendor neutral. What are some other tips and tricks or best practices that you can recommend? One is on the building services. The other one is on the deploying services with the right architecture. Okay, let's start with building services. Since services are meant to be used in the enterprise level, you got to make sure that the services are not SAP specific. If the services are not reusable, it loses its meaning of SOA. You got to also make sure the service interface is based on your business needs. So when you define services, you start from the business aspect. You don't start with SAP aspect. So that makes this thing very reusable from enterprise level. Otherwise, you may be basing your business on SAP and not on your business. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing is when you're building services, you got to make sure you know, you're not just building web services. Because every time when people are talking about services, they're more talking about web services. But actually, in the enterprise environment, especially with SAP application in the picture, you really want to build more than just web services. You got to build services that can handle events. That's something we, we talk about in the last podcast, SOA and uh, EDA type of scenario. So in the SAP environment, and a lot of services actually should be created as event-driven services rather than just web services. Okay, how about deploying services? One basic nature of a service is that it has to support a lot of consumers. If it's just one consumer type of service, then it's not really being reused. So in order to support a lot of consumers, you got to make sure it's got the performance requirements there and it's got to be scalable and highly available. These are the fundamental stuff that every service will require. So a loosely coupled and message-based architecture is essential here. An HTTP-based service architecture is not going to do it. So when we talk about these aspects of deployment, we're talking about not just something on the architectural paper. We're talking about typical customers which have deployed these things many times and then working. One of the things we should use here for building services for SAP is to use SAP Adapter as much as possible because it's a messaging-based component and makes the whole thing loosely coupled and you can scale them very easily. That's why we recommend using SAP Adapter for connecting to SAP. There are a lot of more details about making services highly available, scalable, and also achieving high performance. We have a webinar on making SAP part of your SOA, which I will discuss a lot more detail information in there. So where can people go to get this webinar and other information about TIPCO? You can get this information on TIPCO's SOA Resource Center at soa.tipco.com or email us at soa.tipco.com. Great. Thanks for all that information, Pong, and thanks for being here today. Thank you, Rob. That's Pong Ching, Global Principal Architect at TIPCO Software. I'm Rob Meyer. Thanks for listening to TIPCO's Ask the SOA Expert podcast.